This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Buck Sexton. And I think that we need to have a discussion now. What does it really mean to be American? And what is America in the 21st century if it just means it's a place where you can show up and collect welfare and do some work and go home? You can be a citizen without actually having to put yourself on the line for the country in various ways, obey the laws, uh, pay taxes. And if we can't talk about that, it's all over. I mean, it's just a question of when. Buck Sexton. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Welcome to the broadcast. Feels good to be back on the Blaze Radio microphone. Been a couple of weeks. Thank you to um, Brad Staggs for filling in last week. He claimed he had fun with you. Anyway, where shall we begin? Where shall we begin? We could uh, talk about President Obama's climate change plans or his free internet for low-income households plan or his Iran deal that's falling apart. Even, you know, with all his threats. But it's hard for me to listen to him, let alone talk about him anymore. Seriously, I just read what he says and my teeth grind. So just stick with the good rule of thumb. Whatever he and his people say, just assume the exact opposite is true. You'll be better off. We could uh, discuss the plan of the FBI to refer some potential terror suspects to counseling or maybe the pentagon moving to allow transgender people to serve openly in the military by uh you know early next year but uh, you know you probably wouldn't even believe me yeah you know that that also is a quote uh from uh the defense secretary uh the defense secretary uh, said that uh, we're moving to allow chan- transgender people to serve openly in the military by early next year and end an outdated regulation that harms the armed forces. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Who's the defense secretary? Can you tell me his name? <laughs> I didn't think so. Ashton B. Carter. Ash Carter. That that quote comes from from him, the Secretary of Defense, or the Defense Secretary, or whatever little title he likes to go by. <sighs> we could uh, talk about uh, oh, Planned Parenthood and their attempt for uh, uh, my favorite line: uh, diversification of the revenue stream. You know, you know that whole diversification of revenue stream by selling human body parts. You know, the ones that they acquired from abortions. Those little those little things, the tissues. That's all. That's it. But uh, I don't feel like getting angry and then crying, then getting angry all over again. I really don't feel like it. It's just sad. We could 
I don't know, talk about the GOP debate. Ah, that was huge. We could talk about maybe the televised little chat from the you know the kids' table or the side room or the small conference room or whatever you want to call that early get-together was. But I don't know. You know. Fox did great. Fox was horrible. He was bad. She was good. He was good. Hate, love, I got it. A few of the candidates, though. Need to say goodbye now. You know who you are. Now, you and I haven't had a chance to talk about Cecil the Lion. Cecil the Dead Lion. My gosh. That was, is an amazing set of events. Not much new, though. I mean, you know what happened. And now... The trial in Zimbabwe of the guide slash poacher. That's been postponed. No way the dentist gets shipped back there, right? His housekeeper. We're seeing pictures of her painting over graffiti on his Florida getaway home. I mean, some people have just lost their minds, really, over a lion. Even the people in Zimbabwe are confused over you people be happy though listen seriously you've ruined his business you or at least <laughs> severely hampered it for a while you've put his employees out of work better that they work for somebody not as evil as him though right you have committed crimes on his property you know just like you say he committed crimes so you're kind of Right there, committing crimes. Although, you're committing crimes here in the United States of America. He really didn't commit a crime. It was just a horrific thing you thought was bad. How about you get a little wound up about all these dingleberries trying to take wild animal selfies? We're seeing these guys trying to go out into the woods hiking and get a picture with a a black bear, a brown bear, any kind of wild animal. We're seeing, oh my gosh, I'm looking at these selfies and these guys are uh, out in the, they're trying to surf on a whale. Stop it. We're talking about guys videotaping themselves just so we want to get that video up, that selfie of jumping on to, jumping on to manatees. We see punks, I don't know, trying to pet polar bears in zoos. We've got a man seriously in trouble for the videos. Really, I would be pissed off if I saw it at the if I was at the zoo. I would I would actually stop it. But the guy is messing with this jaguar in the in, in the in the cage, you know, pulling his leg and paw out of the cage. What are you doing? First of all, no, I I haven't been to it's been a while since I've been to a zoo. I'll give you that. And I've been meaning to get to the Dallas Zoo. I've been to the Fort Worth Zoo here in the DFW Metroplex, but I haven't been to the Dallas Zoo yet. I probably need to go because they've got the big Transformer robot thing going on there. But, except that one of the things that's holding me back from going now is that it's actually just the surface of the sun hot here in Dallas, but that's another story. But what in the DFW, in the Fort Worth Zoo, the lions and the... Tigers and the bears, oh my. 
are not right where you can reach out and say, hey, <laughs> come here, you cute little tiger. Come here. I know. Come here. You 400-pound cat. Let me get a selfie with you and put your paw around me and be nice. Come here. Come here. How about we get a little upset about that? Huh? No? You don't want to? Then what is it you think we should talk about today? Because these stories that I just went down the list on, that's what you're going to get. You've gotten you've gotten all that you need to know during the week here on the Blaze Radio Network. You're probably going to get some more of it as our programming, live programming, continues here on the Blaze Radio Network today with Michael Pelka coming up after me, Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all live, all right here on the Blaze Radio Network. That's your Saturday lineup for you. No need to go anywhere else. So I've got some other things we need to talk about, just you and me. So go fill up that coffee cup. You know what? Why are you using that little coffee cup, by the way? Seriously. it's First of all, it's Saturday. You know you're going to need more than that little little cup that you usually drink on Monday. So go get the big one. You'll know the one you like that's in the back of the cabinet. It's got the cute little picture of the the bridge on it or the train or whatever, whichever one, a little special picture on it that you like. The big one in back. You don't want to use it too much because it might have a little crack in it. But you love it. Fill that bad boy up with coffee. High test. Then come back and sit down and we'll get this day going. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jay Severin. Who's up? Who's down? Who's sideways? Who's underwater? Who's surging? Who's surfing? Who's cruising? Who's drowning? Who's still a big fat lying liar who lies? Which, if any, busted out of the nursery table into the big leagues? How can we possibly know? Easy. Ask me. Jay Severin. Weekdays, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. On the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 1-888-900-3393 is the phone number. The Blaze Radio Network, this is the Jeff Fisher Show. And of course, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, coming up immediately following this broadcast is uh, Mike Opelka uh, with Pure Opelka. And I'm not sure uh, what Mike is giving away today. Uh, You know, it's possible he's probably going to be giving away some of his prizes. He loves to give them away on the program. And uh, I'm told through the grapevine, and I don't know this to be 100% true, but it's kind of exciting news, that uh, he's going to be giving away stunt brain branding iron today. Um, and, and you can use it on, you know, whomever you, you wish, whatever you want. Uh, it's gonna come, It comes with its own little Bunsen burner to heat that bad boy up and just brand anything you want. So it's the stunt brain branding iron giveaway today on the... Uh, 
Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka broadcast. And like I said, you know, that I could have gotten false information. So it's possible that that's not what he's giving away. But I'm telling you that that's exciting news if he is, because you don't get that on every broadcast. Someone giving away their own show's branding iron. Huh? I know. I know. Calm down. Hey, you coming to uh, Birmingham? 828? Come on, baby. Come on. It's going to be really cool. Uh, 828. Go to mercuryone.org. Mercury one.org. And get your tickets and come to Birmingham. I know uh, my wife has been uh, kind of uh, mapping out Birmingham, and she's talking to me last night about, well, then they've got this particular place, and we're going to go here. And this place, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm pretty sure that it's a someone will know, dear. No, I'm not going to tell anybody. That's it. So she's mapping out Birmingham. So come on. 828, get down there. You know, come on down. Spend a couple days in Birmingham, Alabama. What else you got going on? And then you can, you know, we've got uh, we've got the big tour of Birmingham on Friday, 828. Then we have the community rally at Guiding Light Church. Glenn Beck, Bishop Jim Lowe. A few more people are going to speak at the church Friday night. And then Saturday, we've got the big march. We're walking on the same streets of, of history, and we're going to be making our own history. Never again is now. So join us in Birmingham. Uh, and then we've got the and then Saturday after the march, we uh, go to the arena, and we've got a big Restoring Unity speaker series going on. And then we're going to, uh, Glenn talked about a, uh, a movie premiere, a Woodlawn, that you'll be able to see. So go to mercuryone.org and get your tickets. Come on down to Birmingham and spend some time. Spend some time with us. Spend some time remembering that never again is now. And there never was a, I mean, you you know how you feel, how divided you feel, and how every time you turn around you feel like, wow, this just can't be. Well, maybe it's time to take a stand. And you can take that stand with us in Birmingham, Alabama, on 828. Come on. Five-year anniversary of 828 in Washington, D.C. Amazing. Five years ago. Almost, almost seems like another lifetime ago. It really does. It's really unbelievable. And when you're thinking about, man, man should I come to Mercury? Or should I come to 828? Or should I go to mercuryone.org and get my tickets? Should I do this? Should I do this? Well, you know. You can sit home and do nothing, or you can come to 828, and you can say, hey, what a horrible place the United States is, or you can think about ISIS killing 19 girls for refusing to have sex with the fighters. You can think about them. You can think about, oh, what a horrible war on women place the United States is because someone said something mean, and someone won't bake a cake. And someone said, you're going to have to buy the product that you want at another store, just not here. Or you can think about ISIS. Hey, 
have sex with us, or we're going to rape and beat the crap out of you and then kill you. What do you think? Yeah, no, that's not a war I want to win. No, 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 no. Or you can talk about the that hateful war on women where the abortion clinics tell you, look, we're going to do all this stuff, check you out and everything, but really you're here for abortion, we know. And tell you what, we don't have to do the abortion right now. What we can do is we can wait a little bit, uh, you know, for your health. Now, I know the baby's going to be bigger. <laughs> I know the thing inside your stomach is going to be bigger and everything. And, you know, the arms and the leg, those things that look like arms and legs and that kind of stuff, they'll be bigger and, uh, you know, more, more viable to sell. We're not going to sell them unless there's a mistake and a horrible thing happens during the procedure that makes us have to get it out whole uh, and, you know, turn your body sideways and then turn that thing inside of you a little bit sideways before we get it almost out. Let that, that almost never happens, but it could. So sign here. And then, you know, if something like that were to happen, you know, we'll put you on your side and we'll pull whatever that thing is inside of you out that looks like it has arms and legs, and heads, and brains. And we'll get it out. We'll, we'll, we'll take it apart. We're not going to take it apart until we get it out of you. Because we want to enhance our revenue stream, we want a diversification of our revenue stream, and try to sell these parts. But that's it. But because it was a, it was a mistake, and then something horrible could have happened if we didn't do this. I said I wasn't going to talk about this, didn't I? Sorry, it really pisses me off. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know, there's more to it. It's not about the five hundred million that they get from the government. Let's stop that right now. Come on, come on. There's more money coming out of that place to those D.C. money-grubbing whoremongers than just that. They get the $500 million on paper, and you know that, that money turns around and goes right back to those other dingleberries from D.C. They're taking the money and deep-pocketing it themselves. There's more to it. There's no way they can be fighting for this because without it, there being more to it. It can't just be about women's rights. Plus, do we need Planned Parenthood anymore? I mean, really? I mean, they could be there. That's fine. They're their own entity. They can do whatever the heck they want. But for all this uh, stuff that they're supposed to be so wonderful about, um, we have uh, Obamacare now, right? So don't really need them, do we? No, we don't. So let's just stop the funding, please. Please, stop giving them money. Then they can go on and do whatever they want to do. And then you can be the one to, you know, holler and scream and tell them that they're doing horrible things. I mean, I used to drive by this abortion clinic every day when I lived in Florida. And there was a guy out front. There were always protesters walking up and down the sidewalk. There was one guy that was there almost every day. I mean, it was a strange day when you drive by and he wasn't there. You're like, what happened? He had this long, you know, monk robe on and a giant train track train wood track cross <laughs> giant wood cross maybe it was just styrofoam so he could actually carry the thing i don't know but he lugged that thing up and down that sidewalk back and forth in front of that abortion clinic forever he was always there i drove by where's 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 the guy where's my man and uh so i mean you could turn be into turn into that person turn into that guy but let's just stop giving him money okay please 
please stop giving them money. They don't need it. If you want to give the money out of your own pocket, it's your money. I know we saw a story where their donations have gone up. Good. You want to give money to them? Go ahead. Not the money that I give to D.C., okay? Sorry. Don't get my money. That's tax money. That's supposed to be used for other things, not killing babies, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't mean to go off a little bit on Planned Parenthood. The whole thing just drives me insane. Just drives me insane. Plus, I want to tell you about, uh, you know, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. Stop funding murderers, please. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can always follow me on Facebook, Jeffrey Fisher, or tweet me at JeffyMRA on the old Twitter account. And there's an Instagram account out there, too. I think it's Jeffrey Fisher. Might be Fisher Files. I can't remember. I should probably just lock all those into the same kind of thing. What do you think? Nah, that'd be too easy. Try to remember all of them. Anyway, welcome to it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Some really good things to look forward to. You know, we always talk about how, oh, oh boo-hoo, boo-hoo. But we got some things to look forward to. I mean, some serious, seriously, some really good things to look forward to. For example, um, something called K2. Do you know what that is? You heard about that yet? No? Well, well, <laughs> Exciting news for you, then, if you haven't heard about it. It's synthetic pot. Yeah, synthetic pot. It's so good that when you ingest it and take it, (laughs) you get to act super crazy and have superhuman strength. And you don't get to feel any pain. Huh? How cool is that? How cool is that? You get to take the drug. You get to feel crazy. So you just are insane. You're stronger than ever, and you don't feel any pain. Just think of the damage you could do. Or think of the damage that that guy could do down the street that just got done ingesting K2. Now, this story out of New York talks about uh, the police are actually worried, and they should be. It's very dangerous. But I'm confused at what they say has been found in East Harlem, parts of Brooklyn, the Bronx, and especially among the homeless. Um, okay. Here's a rule of thumb. Maybe we stop giving money to the homeless. And I know how hard sometimes that is. I really do. Because you walk by them I and they're on the street. you got to throw them some money. However, in some of the bigger cities, um, I think they're called, what are they called? What are they called? Some of the bigger cities are called something. What are they called? Oh, yeah, sanctuary cities. Uh, even with uh, illegal immigrants, but those particular sanctuary cities also have a large number of 
Say it with me. Homeless people. It's amazing. And New York, of course, is getting way out of hand again. It's been a while since I've been to NYC, and I, I need to I need to get back up there. But just to you know, just to walk around and go, holy crap, I got to get out of here. But um, and I <laughs> I say that because as I sit in the Metroplex of DFW and here at the Mercury Studios, I talk into a microphone that is hooked up to a studio in New York. So the people in New York are going, "You bastard." Anyway, uh, what a great drug. K2, huh? So you're walking down the street, you just see somebody acting crazy, and they don't feel any pain, and they're stronger than ever. Man, man, that sounds like fun. Especially in a city like New York, where don't you have any guns? No guns! And the police are being instructed on how to handle someone under the influence like that? Uh, Goodbye? They may have superhuman strength, but if I shoot you in the legs... Oh, we can't. That's right. They can't shoot. Police don't do that. They shoot to kill. Okay. I'm good with that, too. Now, I know that leaves you... Now, you didn't say he's on K2. You don't even know. Okay. I got it. But that's awful dangerous. So that's something to look forward to. And keep an eye out. Seriously, if you're out and about. Because if you see someone like that's acting way crazy and doing things that don't look normal, walk the other way. That's all I'm saying. Just walk the other way. Something else to look forward to? Apple, Amazon, Google, all loving the idea of streaming video services. I noticed in this story they don't mention Netflix. It's so strange that they don't mention Netflix. Hmm. wonder why. Anyway, uh, as early as October, the FCC is expected to vote on a proposal that would put some streaming video firms into the same regulatory bucket as multi-channel video programming distributors. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like cable, satellite, Comcast, Dish, you know, great. So the idea, according to FCC Chairman Tom Wheeler, and we know how much Tom, we love Tom. Tom Wheeler, man, that guy is all about speech, freedom, and broadcast, is to help online video providers become stronger competitors to cable and satellite firms by making it easier to obtain valuable TV programming for the web. Uh Uh-huh. That'll always work out for the best, won't it? We know you're doing things all kinds of cool, and you're just doing what you want, and you're streaming it, and people are taking it. We'll let you, we'll help you, and we'll help you make it better by regulating it. Uh-huh. That sounds real good. Coming to a country near you, Venezuela. We've talked about Venezuela before. Uh, something to look forward to maybe coming to a country near you. Uh, we know they've had shortages. I mean, the shelves in their stores are wiped out. Uh, they have to stand in line to shop. They've banned people from standing in line uh, uh, overnight, and you can't get there too early in the morning because it looks bad. So you can know there's only about a certain amount of time during the day that you can stand in line. And shortages are all because of the evil United States. Uh huh. 
But one of the things that kept them going is at least they had alcohol. So you kept everybody kind of, you know, drunk. And, well, this place sucks. I'll give me a beer. So now uh, there's going to be shortages on beer. Oh, no. And it's in the summer. And it's going to be hot. And it's going to be ugly. And, oh, no. Uh, No beer. Uh, Shortage of barley, hops, and other raw materials. Wait. What? The communist socialist country, the dictatorship country, shutting down breweries because barley, hops, and other raw materials they don't have. The shelves in the grocery stores are empty because they don't have materials. I thought they were a big oil producing company. I thought somebody, where's all that money going? Huh. Going to the people, right? Because that's what those countries are all about right right something else to look forward to and this is actually uh this is where this is made for tv movie maybe even just a film i mean i'm 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 kind of like wow and then i when i first saw the story i thought no way they're in on it but then they talk about it being done to others so a race car driver uh, Jensen Button and his wife, and of course, who doesn't know Jensen Button, the race car driver? He and his partner model, who, by the way, had a $387,000 engagement ring. So Jensen and the model wife are doing okay since this was in their, um, you know, summer home in France. Um, they piped in anesthetic gas into the air conditioning system in their villa in St. Tropez. Everybody passed out, and then the thieves came in and stole their stuff. Ha! Huh? There were other people who were affected by the gas on the property with them as well. They were in bed and realized that they got up, the house had been ransacked. Amazing. Okay, they stole almost five hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff. Now you think, okay, that, that that can't be real, all right? I mean, you know, they got the ring and they got all this. Well, they stole almost five hundred thousand, but three hundred eighty-seven thousand of it was the ring. And you think, ah, they had to be in on it, right? No way is that real. Well, uh, in the five years there have been numerous attacks. On caravans, camper vans, they've gassed and been burgulized. What do you think? I mean, that's that's a pretty smooth move. You got that's a pretty smooth move. So that's a movie right there waiting to happen. Gas the people in the house, knock them out. You don't even kill them. They're sound asleep. You get in, you ransack the house, you get out. Have a nice day. Now, I'm not saying that anything bad other than just robbery could happen once someone, I don't know, gasses you and knocks you out in the house that you're sleeping in. But, no. That would be the movie presence, though. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network.
This is the Jeff Fisher Show. I cannot get this silly song out of my head. I, I'm telling you, for two days now, I've not sung nothing but 99 Problems by Hugo. I can't get it out of my head. I posted it on my Facebook page this morning. I just been, I just, that's all I listen to. And then I stopped listening because I don't want to listen to it anymore. I can't take it. Put it down. And then I, I, I stop. And it's just at the moment, at the moment. I think it's gone. It's not in my head anymore. Bam! It's right back into it again, and I'm singing it. I don't know what it's going to take another song to knock it out, but I can't. I I hope I know I'm not alone. I mean, I, you get a song in your head, and it will not leave. And I I try to stop it. I try to not listen to it, and then I go through a thing where I, I take the song. And I just listen to it over and over again. I'll, I'll be driving home, and the, my drive home, I, I, I live like 18,000 miles away from Mercury Studios. And so it's it's a little bit of a drive. And uh, I just put the song on replay. I play it a thousand times, hoping that that will just burn it out so much that I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> it doesn't work. What works is... You just have to work. You just have to let it run its course. That's all. And and no, it's not ninety nine red balloons. Okay, uh, according to uh, my producer in New York, no, it's not ninety nine red balloons. Ninety nine problems. Although that something like that is what happens. How you knock a song out of your head is you have a song in your head, and somebody, some Dingleberry in New York says. 99 red balloons. And you go, no, of course not. It's not 99 love balloons. And then it's, there you go. It's a new song in your head, but that's not it. Because I just sang 99 love balloons in the 99 problems tune and melody. So uh, it's not leaving my head soon. It's going to be at least another day. Probably the entire weekend. Probably the entire weekend. There's a couple of songs that my, I mean, I just, I walk around, I, just put, I have to put headphones on and just listen to it because my kids are, are, and my wife are like, shut up. <laughs> I'll look inside of Jeff Fisher for just a moment. I can't, I, I'm sorry, I just can't take it. It's just like overwhelming. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this song. It could be whatever song it is. And it's just there and it will not leave. Now, if you have a, you know, you can tweet me at Jeffy MRA or, you know, post a comment underneath the song on Facebook. Let me know how to get rid of it. How to, you know, what your deal is. If you have the same issue, I don't know if it's a medical issue. I don't know if it's some sort of mental health issue. Well, (laughs) it most likely is a mental health issue. But I I just, I can't take it. And I've, I've had it, I've had this ailment forever. So I'm not sure, <laughs> but I'm 150 in the wheelchair at the home. Someone will just pull the plug because they don't. They want me to shut up about 99. You know, like Agnes Fenton. I have a little ticked at this story for for a matter of fact because Agnes Fenton is a super centurion. She's 110 years old. Okay, you want to know what her secret to longevity is? Miller High Life, Johnny Walker Blue. 
Think about that. Three Miller High Lifes a day. Some Johnny Walker Blue. She's been doing that for 70 years. 70 years. Okay? She had a doctor tell her, um, you need to drink three Miller High Lifes a day. And she's that was seventy years ago, and she said, hmm, "That sounds like a pretty good idea." No, she said, "That's a prescription." Okay, I'll do it, and she's been doing it. Okay, so she lives to be one hundred and ten, right? All right. So now her caregivers have decided, "Hey, she's not eating that much now. She's got decreased appetite, so they're going to omit. They're taking her booze away from her." No. Do not do that's cruel and unusual punishment. You let this woman do this for 70 years, and then she gets to be 110, and you're going to decide, oh, she's not eating that much. You can't have her three Miller High Life's and Johnny Walker Blue anymore. What? Those people should be run out of town. You let Agnes have her beer and her whiskey. Damn it. This is America. Beer and whiskey when you want it. Venezuela. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Plenty of uh, broadcast entertainment for you today on the blaze radio network mike opelka pure opelka coming up immediately following this broadcast andrew wk with america wk chris salcedo mike slater joe pags that's just today then tomorrow you've got david david barton bill handel jackie d little gun talk uh hello and then monday through friday oh my gosh doc skip glenn you know that guy buck Jay, Pat and Stu, I mean, if you find yourself going to some other <laughs> some other place for entertainment and broadcast news, uh, I think not. Stop yourself. Check yourself. <laughs> Before you wreck, oh, I just shouldn't have finished it. I should have just let you finish it and been done. Before uh, a week or so ago, whenever the heck I was with you last, we had some technical difficulties, and I wasn't able to talk to the Hitchbot people. The Hitchbot people are the people that have the robot that want you know are gonna it's gonna hitchhike across America, all right? And it's hitchhiked uh, you know across Canada, and it's done this, and they, and they it's it's a project, and I didn't get an opportunity. It just started. Uh, they were just starting off uh, in Massachusetts 
and I was excited to talk to him. And we had some kind of phone deal. I don't know what happened, but I didn't get a chance to talk to him. And then, since then, within that time, okay, huge disappointment on Hitchbot. Because I was really looking forward to finding out exactly what they had hoped to accomplish if they were filming all of it, if they were wanted to make a movie, what they were trying to, you know, what their plans were. Well, nothing. Well, uh, we lost them. We lost them. Hitchbot is, uh, is dead. Gone. Uh, it made it to Philadelphia and then, uh, it got the crap beat out of it, broken apart, smashed all the heck. You can see some footage on one small video screen that talks about uh, an unidentified man wearing a Randall Cunningham Eagles jersey. Boy, why doesn't that surprise me? Uh, in Philadelphia, uh, and he just kicks this target, and you see as the arms detach on the sidewalk and beating the crap out of Hitchbot. What kind of what the heck? So I was hoping to, uh, you know, hoping to try to hook up with them again today, and they, they never reached back, and I was a little disappointed. Come on. I wanted to find out what's going on. And so I go to their website, and I say, what's going on? Yeah, okay, fine. You don't want to. You're bummed. You're, they're overwhelmed with people who want to help. We really appreciate it. And, you know, they've got their press release, which I'll read a little bit of the press release for you, but... You know, the co-creators told uh, some reporters they've been overwhelmed by office. Yeah, you told some reporters, not me, and are considering rebuilding the bot. Yeah, you should rebuild it. But the U.S. trip of Canada's first hitchhiking robot, Hitchbot, came to an end during an early morning hours of August 1st in Philadelphia's Old City. Its journey, which began on July 17th in Marblehead, Massachusetts, was intended to take it to the Exploratorium in San Francisco, California, crossing off bucket list items along the way. According to social media reports, Hitchbot spent a night out in Philadelphia, and they have you know people taking snapshots and Instagramming and, and selfies with it. And it. It's really cool. I was hoping that maybe Hitchbot would you know catch a ride to Dallas. I would have. I would have given the man. I would the the man. That's how. That's where I'm at. Robot is a man. I would have given the man, uh, you know, a ride. Would have been fun. Let the kids play with Hitchbot a little bit, then take them out of town. That's what you do with wanderers, right? You just pick them up and let them play around for a little while, and you put them in the car and get rid of them. Which reminds you know, I remember... <laughs> talk about I have ADD so bad because this I'm talking about Hitchbot and I'm talking about you pick someone a wanderer and that brings me back to when I was a little kid back in 1812 and we lived out on a farm big you know a dead end road there's big field between our house and the main road and you know I mean it was it was a farm but I can remember as a little kid on this farm out in front of our house in the yard seeing an actual uh an actual bum uh uh the you know the the guy with the stick and the bag and the train hopper uh you know trailers for sailor rent rooms around for 50 cents i know every boxcar that you know that those kind of guys 
and love that. And then my, I don't even want to go into that story. I was going to my brother. My brother turned into one, kind of. Went around the country hopping trains. I don't think that there's a train company. There may be one left <laughs> that doesn't have his my brother's name on it, saying you 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 can't you can't travel on these trains anymore. You can't hop on these trains. You'll go to jail. But he went all over the country on him. Good for him. Trailers for sale or rent. But Hitchcock could not make it across the country. Bastards. So he makes it to Philly and they beat the crap out of him. Very disappointed. According to their press release, we are grateful for the responses we've received from friends and fans around the world, all of which have been overwhelmingly supportive and kind, says Dr. Fruk Zeller, assistant professor at Ryerson University and co-creator of Hitchbot. Hitchbot always relied on the kindness of strangers, and it did receive an astounding amount of help and support. Yeah, except for that, you know, one night when he got the crap beat out of him and torn apart, and nobody was there to help him. And he's just laying there on the street in Philadelphia. It's like a piece of trash. That's all. It's a big piece of trash on the road, Hitchbot. Nobody cared. Now, Hitchbot's family claims... They have no interest in pressing charges or in finding the people who vandalized the robot. They wish to remember the good times and encourage Hitchbot's friends and fans to do the same. And they want you to share your mentions of Hitchbot on their little website. That's Joanna Vandermas from Hitchbot. (sighs) Right now, I'm starting to well up. Right now. They're rebuilding Hitchbot. They're considering sending it back to Philadelphia. They may rebuild them and introduce them to schools, allowing school children to devise robot adventures as it travels from school to school. They're sad. Sad, sad, sad. Now, according to their press release here, um, Meteor Crust, which I am of one, will not be granted after August 6th. Okay, that's fine, except that, you know, I had, you two have a little technical difficulty with your robot and you want everybody to cry for it. I have a little phone issue. We have a little phone issue and you're not going to call me back. Come on, Hitchbot, let me down really want to talk to you about it but that's okay because i'm really disappointed that somebody would beat the crap out of a robot just come on it's hitchbot why would you but the good thing about this little science experiment with the old hitchbotter is that this shows america take your chances take your chances go to the big city take your chances so anyway, we also talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, how I was going to uh, go back. I looked, uh, watched myself on television, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, "Oh man, you look fat, huge." And now I lost over hundred pounds. Okay, well over hundred pounds. On Simple to Lose, simpletolose.com. They were a sponsor at the time. They 
helped me. We did the Habits of Health, Dr. Anderson's plan, and I took off. This was like, oh, man, what when did I when did I start? Like 2011, October of 2011, so almost four years, right? Three and a half years, something like that, whatever the, whatever the math is. <laughs> and uh, so within the first six months into 2012... I lost, you know, 100 pounds, 120 pounds almost. Seven, eight months. First six months was over 100. And then I ended up getting down to about 120 pounds lost. And then you let yourself go. You stop with the stop. You know, you say, okay, I'll have some pizza. Or there's a study out now that talks about uh, people who order pizza online eat more and order more toppings because they don't have to worry about... uh, seeing or talking to people or feeling bad so it's online you've got the app yeah i'd like double pepperoni double cheese double 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 and let me have that big fat crust with cheese running through it too and there's nobody to go uh okay okay thanks that'll be 185 dollars for one pizza and uh, so people are ordering more online that's because they don't have the opportunity and the learning to stop, challenge, and choose. Choices do have consequences, right? Either way, good or bad, choices have consequences. So I've gained about, you know, 50 pounds back since then. And I looked and I was, oh, my gosh, I can't take it. So I, I've lost now uh, about 10 pounds. I, went, I said I was going to go on it when, when we last talked, and then vacation came, and I... Vacation came and I. So vacation came and I. So then I decided at the end of vacation, okay, that's it, that's it. I can't take it. This guy can't take it. And I, I really, simple to lose dot com habits of health. Stop. Challenge. Choose. So when you see that pizza in front of you. Stop. Whatever you're going to eat, stop yourself. Challenge yourself why you're going to eat it, what's it for, how you're going to eat it, if it's energy, good or not bad. And then choose which way you're going to go with it because choices have consequences. So simpletolose.com works and it will help you train you for life. And it really has trained me for life. I am a, a lazy fool and I know this. And so I knew that when I went back to, you know, if I just have a gallon of ice cream a night, that won't hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing in the back of my mind, yeah, Jeff, that's, you're out of your mind. You know that. But in the front of my mind, I'm going, yeah, no, no, stop it. Just a gallon a night. Can't hurt. Well, it most definitely does. You know it does. You know it will. So if you're trying to lose some weight, summertime, it's hot out. You're sitting inside in the air conditioning. I know they're talking about it's summertime and, you know, you should be out running around and moving around. But a lot of places across the country, the summertime is when you stay inside. It's so darn hot outside, you just want to sit in air conditioning. Simple to lose.com. Okay? Make a count. I've lost about, I've lost 10 pounds now in about a little over a week. I'm back using Dr. Anderson's plan, the simple to lose plan. I'm back on it. Lost about 10 pounds. I'm going to knock myself back down to the original 120. I'm on my way. 
And I'll let you know when I get there. Okay? Simpletolose.com. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So apparently, back in April of 2015, oh my gosh, that's this year, Liz Kalamitz said on The Blaze, uh, The Blaze website, that's theblaze.com, she posted a story, have an annoying song stuck in your head, try doing this to get rid of it. Let's see if I believe that it works because I have tried a bunch of stuff and I only know to let it run its course. Chew gum is the one thing that shut up. Researcher from the University of Reading and the United Kingdom figures published a study that said chewing gum lessens the likelihood that a catchy song will stick in your head. Shut up. I can chew gum from here to tomorrow. Unhear it. The website Unhear it is devoted to solving people's earworm problems. Using the latest in reverse auditory melodic unstickification technology. <laughs> That's funny. We've been able to allow our users to unhear songs by hearing equally catchy songs. And of course, that's why I said you put another song in your stupid head. It just they they overlap. It's what happens. They're gonna unhear it. That's pretty funny. Using the latest reverse auditory melodic unstickification technology, we can make you unhear a song. Yes, unhear it. Pick a puzzle. Other researchers found that solving puzzles like Sudoku or an anagram could help rid the mind of an intrusive tune. We found that overloading the cognitive systems with challenging activities increased intrusive song frequency. Uh, yeah. We found overloading the systems with challenging activities increased intrusive song frequency. Yeah. And that's exactly opposite of what I want. Okay, all right. So, I, I, really, I'm just going to have the stupid song stuck in my head forever. And and when you say forever, you know, nobody means forever. They just mean until another song comes in there. Or it just, you know, you wake up one day and you, and you, you don't hear it. It's not there. It's not the first day or two of uh, the song. I've been, <laughs> so many stories, great stories talking about, talking about having a song stuck in my head. You know, Pat Gray, who's on the radio show and Pat and Stu uh, with me every day, uh, he and I have an ongoing battle of getting songs stuck in each other's heads because you you sing a song, you sing a verse, and it, there it is. And, I mean, it's like, stop it, because you can hear it and you still might be okay. But many times 
that song is there. Now, if you, someone puts a song in your head and you hear the verse and you sing it for a day and it's not really, it doesn't take hold. It's not, you know, it's just gone. You can wake up the next day and you might think, oh, yeah, I had that song in my head yesterday. But it's not there. It's not embedded in the back of your brain. But these, some of these songs, like this Hugo 99 Problems, for an example, which got me talking about this today, uh, is in the bowels of my brain. Yes, you heard me. The bowels of my brain. And it doesn't go away. It is always there. It doesn't matter whether I'm talking to you, whether I'm talking to my kids, whether I'm talking to my wife, whether I'm not talking to my in-laws, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's always there. I can go to the store. I can drive. I can do whatever. But it's still in my brain being played. So I either have to sing it. I have to hum it, I have to hear it, and I have to let it run its course. Because it will, you can't chew gum and make it go away. Okay, I'm sorry, United Kingdom there, Reading University. Now, I haven't, I will say this, I have not gone to hear it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. Welcome to the broadcast, the broadcast of the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Don't forget Mike Opelka with Pure Opelka. Coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network, if you listen today, you possibly, and I don't know this to be true, and I want to emphasize that I just heard this through the rumor mill, you possibly may have an opportunity to win a stunt brain branding iron with its own Bunsen burner to heat the iron up to brand yourself. Now, you could obviously brand anyone or anything you wanted, just assuming you might want to do it to yourself. But I don't know that to be true. So don't, I know it's exciting news and you're excited to be able to get that stunt brain brand, but you know, it, it might not be this week. So, good luck with that if it is. Uh, boy, people in Dallas all wound up. We've got a lot of stuff to get to, and I can't stop thinking about this stupid song in my head. Um, people in Dallas all upset. Why? Why, you ask? What to be upset about Dallas? We're only three inches from the sun in the afternoon. And you know what's weird about that? You know how people think that, you know, noontime, one o'clock, hot part of the day? Uh, yeah, no. It starts getting to be about uh, surface of the sun. You get closer to the sun at about 10 a.m. And then by 5, 6, or 6 o'clock in the evening is when when it's the hottest. Not 2 or 3. 2 or 3, it's like, oh, we're up to about 1. We're about 99. And at 3, you're like, oh, it's only 99. No problem. 4.30, 104. 
It just starts cranking. But anyway, uh, boy, the women's groups in Dallas are all wound up because this weekend at the Dallas Convention Center, a porn convention. Why am I here is the question you're asking. I know. I know. I got it. Uh, and I'm asking myself that very question. Well, they were all wound up about Dallas. We have to wrap the convention center to its business. No, you don't. Now you don't. Um, you know, pretty much they do. Um, I'm not sure if you know this, but sex is not illegal. <laughs> it's okay. No, I'm sure Dallas will have their little sneaky people walking around making sure that people aren't having sex out in the open so that they can get arrested. But Exotica, sponsored by my free cams. In Dallas this weekend, let's go to the website, shall we? At the exoticexpo.com. Uh, I'm actually, I would love to be able to go over and walk around. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so much fun. I got, be, there's so many people that are interesting. Interesting to uh, to be a part. And a lot of, uh, man, if you're a plastic surgeon. Might be a good time to pass out business cards at Exotica. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, they got a packed, packed, action-packed weekend at Dallas at Exotica. Man, I might have to, have to stop by. I wonder if the Dallas Women's Foundation all mad at the porn convention. I wonder if they go to meet over, I don't know, some kind of iced tea at the new Tallywhackers in Dallas. Yeah, I mean, we all know about Hooters, right? I mean, Hooters has been you know the, the mainstay in America for a number of years now. And that was, you know, the, you know, the cute girls with the tight shorts and the top and they deliver your food, right? And it's beer and wings and it's, it's all about the wings. Uh-huh. They now, fortunately, most of the time it is, and they've got a they've got a ham and cheese sandwich at the Hooters in Tampa that is so good. And they crush it down and they bake it in the grilled ham and cheese. Oh, anyway, uh, that, I love Hooters. Uh, we used to go there quite a bit. And in fact, you know, remember they were founded in Tampa, so we spent a lot of time there. And uh, but now in Dallas, they have one for women where the Waiters are just men in shorts, and it's you know the opposite of Hooters, and it's called Tallywhackers. So I wonder if the Women's Foundation is all wound up about Exotica, a convention in Dallas. I wonder if they meet there. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Now, I know there's all kinds of studies going on talking about couples having less sex because, uh, you know, Internet movies and books and putting couples under pressure. And in this article, it says many find the steamy antics within Fifty Shades of Grey too intimidating. Well, first of all, I want to go on record as saying, and I, and I, and I know this, this, this doesn't, it's going to sound, <laughs> I'll just say it, okay? The steamy antics within 50 shades of gray and i put that in parentheses wasn't really steamy okay i don't know if you've seen the movie but that ain't that good and i i you know i know a lot of people in my life that could write that book 
in that series better than what, the way it was written. And I liked the people in the movie, the, the actors. They were fine. And I got the whole premise, but it could have been done so much better. Did they call me and consult me? No. Should they have? I believe so. I could have helped them. But maybe they lost my number. So I think that people need to, you know, it's a little, people are a little bit too intimidated early. But this also leads into the sex with robots claims that are going to be everywhere. And we've talked about it on this program before. You know, the experts are saying 2025 for sure that it'll be, uh, you know, everywhere. And now experts came out uh, and they're saying, look, in 50 years, it's going to be the norm. It's not even, you know, I, we are going to be happy that there's robots and everything, but this is going to be norm. And there's not going to be any stigma to it. Nothing. It's going to be the norm. So, uh, you know, be ready for that. The one thing I'd like to see at the Exotica uh, convention is I wonder what the new, some of the new technology that they're working on. Because I have been reading of all about the new tech stuff. And next week, maybe we'll get into a deep uh you know, an hour on a lot of the new tech things that are going on and new stuff being created and and what's coming down the pike because there are some things that could really enhance the pornography business. And, uh, man, if they are using it already, they will be, they'll probably make a couple dollars. I don't know if the porn industry is making any money today. I mean, they might be making a couple of bucks. I don't know. I don't know if they are or not. But if they use some of this new technology, they might. And when you think of Vietnam and Laos and Southeast Asia, what do you think of? Maybe war, jungle, nastiness? No. Tourism in Laos for retirees from Europe and even the United States is all about sex tourism. Laos is turning into the sex destination. So when you start seeing ads about Laos, when you start seeing ads about Laos, come to Laos, you know what they're talking about, okay? You heard it here first. <laughs> Laos, a perfect destination for friends and family. Ah, uh-huh. businessmen come by themselves. I bet they do. We talked about uh, Hitchbot a little earlier and how he got the crap beat out of him uh, in Philadelphia. Well, in Toronto, uh, there was a, a raccoon that had died, and it was laying on the side of the street. It was just laying there on the side of the street, and. People were like, uh, it's, there's a dead raccoon on the sidewalk and been here and you're going to come and pick it up. Apparently they forgot about it. Okay. And they, they started taking pictures. Hey, there's a dead raccoon on the corner of here and here. And it's still, still it's sat. So, and the, the, the services, the animal services said, thanks for letting us know. Uh, you know, they've been notified. Well, it sat there and sat there. So. This was like at 9 o'clock in the morning. So at noon, someone puts a note next to the raccoon. Rest, dear raccoon. Help is on the way from the city. 
Then the people started putting one, one someone put flowers. Someone put a car, another card. Someone put a framed picture of a raccoon. Come on. That is funny. They started a hashtag underneath the picture. Dead raccoon. Dead raccoon T.O. <laughs> Dead raccoon Toronto is so funny. Come on. That's good stuff. Now, it goes on and on. And now and then they had uh, one of the... Sleep well, my sweet prince. People loved you and remember you. Hashtag dead raccoon to Toronto. Absolutely funny as crap. Now, one city councilor even said, hey, uh, we... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get a bill passed where we can leave the bins open as a sign of mourning and respect. And he's talking about the trash bins. So he wants people to leave the trash bins open as a sign of respect for the dead raccoon uh, in honor of hashtag dead raccoon Toronto. Now that is fantastic. That is funny. It's people doing something instead of being mad that animal services didn't come right away and pick up the dead animal and scream and complain at the end of times oh my gosh for a few hours you have a little bit of fun because as soon as i would have seen a post-it note or a card i would have had you had to you have to be part of it right it's a memorial for a dead raccoon that's funny that's funny it's funny stuff you know it is so the next time you see something that you're saying man people should get mad about maybe i'd back off and See if there's a little little something nice that can come out of it. Okay? Help people have a put a smile on their face. And when you think to yourself, why would people be so happy over an animal or a raccoon? Well, uh, how about the clever Chinese panda that uh, faked being pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. The Chinese panda pretended to be pregnant. The zookeepers thought she was pregnant, okay? Now, usually they out there, they're in the bamboo, and they're all out there. But if they get pregnant, okay, they get the air-conditioned room, okay? They get all the cool stuff, and that's what they did to this. And as soon as the, the, as soon as the panda got all this nice stuff that they give to the pregnant pandas, they realized, you know, the panda's not pregnant. So, how cool is that? The panda. Yeah. Yep, I'm pregnant. How about putting me in that AC over there, huh? This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher. Welcome to it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka coming right up after this broadcast on this very same network. Then Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags. That's your Saturday lineup and your audio download lineup, which that it's the way it should be. That's the lineup it should be. My show, then Opelka, then Salcedo, then Slater, then Pags. Okay, just 
real easy. Go to theblaze.com slash radio. Most of you are there right now. And download it. Take me with you wherever you want. Okay? Listen to me. So when you get a song stuck in your head, then stick me in your ear. Wait. You know, I um, I keep thinking about the the whole thing about people being insignificant and the, the whole sex issue and the robots and things. I mean, really, we've got, a court, even then I saw, I see a thing from Tony Robbins, the six human needs, right? Certainty, uncertainty, variety, significance, connection, love, growth, contribution, right? Those six things we need to live. And now Tony believes that, you know, we have, hey, you, uh, you know, if uh, certainty and significance are the top two, then, uh, you know, you're going to be guaranteed to have problems. So you need to kind of reconfigure those six human needs. Now, one of the special ways that maybe you could reconfigure that human special need is uh, join us in Birmingham on 828. It's like 10 bucks a ticket. Go to mercuryone.org. And join us. Never again is now. I am actually looking forward to seeing Birmingham. I've been to Alabama. Alabama is a beautiful state, but I have never been to the great city of Birmingham, Alabama. And I told you there's some pretty cool stuff that my wife is checking out and finding. So if you do the same, maybe we'll see each other. Because my wife is like, I'm only going to mention some of this stuff. The other stuff I'm going to keep private because I don't want other people to know. You know, there are other humans on Earth that know about these places because they advertise, right? Yeah, no, but I don't want to tell anybody. I don't want them to know yet. Oh, okay. Then we won't say anything about that grilled cheese shop. Oh! We won't say anything about that. I can't. All right, I'm out. Thanks for being here. Have a great week. We'll see you uh, you on Monday on the Glen. Beck radio program. Anybody tell you today that you look great? No? Seriously? Because <laughs> you do. You look fantastic. You really do. Except you're not really going <laughs> to wear that all day, are you? This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.